Hi, hello, hi. Welcome to episode 38 of the All Night Gamers podcast. Tonight we've got a wide variety of topics to discuss, but before we get into any of that, give a big round of applause for our regular host, Grant, for finally graduating college. And Alex, too. Well done, Grant. And Alex, too. I'm not good. Oh, well, you, you finished finals, so that's, that counts. And yay. Alex finished Woo. finals. Yeah. But Grant's graduating. Woo, yay. Crab rave. Yeah. I didn't ask for that. Yeah. <laughs> nope, that's why I asked to be the host. Okay. Uh, I have also, two classes uh, left to graduate. Close enough. Um, also, happy Mother's Day. Yeah, happy Mother's Day. Thing. We are recording on Mother's Day. Yep. Because Grant's about to go to Disney. Show sure am. At a celebration of graduating. <laughs> yep. He will be at Disney when uh, this goes live. I am quite jealous. <laughs> Um, so this week we've got Nintendo announcing new games, uh, old games have started to die. Uh, we've got a little bit of Modern Warfare 2 news. Uh, we are reviewing Apex Legends Season 9 and Resident Evil 8. Uh, then we're going to go into Collector's Corner. And then we've got a lot to talk about for tidbits, and we're going to wrap up with Nintendo's fiscal report for 2020. So let's get started. Yeah. Game Builder Garage. $30 June 11th, right? I think so, yeah. I saw the tweet yeah, the other it day. Is 30. It, it is 30. I don't remember um, the date. So yeah, Nintendo's done it, with it games. Right. Nintendo's done with games. Make your own. Yeah, they did it with Mario. Just now they're like, this is great. Mario. We don't have to do anything. You just make it yourself. <laughs> so that's a thing it looks pretty basic but i mean so did the labo garage and people did some pretty cool stuff with that so mm -hmm. and this is going to be a bit more accessible especially since it's cheaper than labo yeah it's not restricted to the hardware of cardboard um, cardboard hardware. oh yeah i wonder how like in depth the software is actually going to be like what all you can do with it yeah, it, it looked like it was a coding, uh, block coding language, so it'll be interesting to see what people can actually do with it. I think it's going to be impressive just how much um, the boundaries are uh, reached. I haven't done block coding broken. since working with servos in high school, making those marble machines. Mm. Yeah, high school was the last time I did block... Well, no, I guess that wasn't block coding. Is yeah, Verilog considered block coding? Is what? Is Verilog considered block coding? Um, I haven't used Verilog, so... Okay. Let me, let me look at that. I don't think so. I mean, it's a different kind of thing, but, like... Oh, well, that's that's not important. Yeah, no, sure. block... When, when I think of block coding, I think you're dragging and dropping. Yeah, no, that's not Verilog. Thing. Verilog is, like, coding hardware. Like Verilog looks like assembly to me. It is definitely not. It is worse. Oh, thank yeah, you. and assembly's already bad. <laughs> yeah, that's true. Um. So yeah, totally wrong thing there. Uh, Pokemon Omega Ruby and Alpha okay. Sapphire copies starting yep. to die. Yeah, I remember Mayo talking about that earlier in the week. Um, yep. so... that's nerve wracking. 
right now it's only um, copies in Europe. Uh, certain PAL uh, codes are breaking. Um, from what I've seen of it, it's not currently an issue with other games, but if uh, everyone is right on it, then other uh, old DS games might start dying just because the uh, hardware that they use to create or uh, to store all the memory for the games is uh, only slated to last 5 to 15 years or something like that. So um, um, Yeah, I think I remember reading the article yeah. that it could possibly be attributed to a bad batch of flash memory. Yep. Um, but it also could be that they just didn't use that good of flash memory overall. Yeah, I'm pretty sure some people brought up the fact that it's just probably not great anyways. Was it across like multiple countries uh i don't remember seeing uh anyone say that it was multiple countries because that would i i could like i could buy the bad batch thing if it was like a specific country's shipment or something yeah hmm. i know no one has mentioned america getting hit yet so that's good um I know there were several YouTubers saying that they were going to start making videos on how to back up all your old games, which not a bad idea. It's, uh... um, yeah, I mean, like most games, when I think of like they're going to die someday is like, you know, it's fine. Like emulation's always going to be a thing and it's already pretty good. To, like it's damn near really good today. Um, for most systems, there there's um, a couple of DS games that do not run but very well. Well, for something like the DS, like that's pretty hardware specific. It's just a lot more clunky to play it on something that isn't a DS. You know, like with yeah, most games it's just a controller. Like you just plug it in and it's fine. Or even like on the PSP, like it's pretty much a controller with a screen on it, mm. or the Vita or whatever. So it's not that yeah. hard to map onto like an Xbox controller or something. Um, and even and like most old weird controllers, like sometimes use it trying to map an n64 game to an xbox controller or something is clunky but there's so many companies making usb versions of like n64 controllers gamecube controllers and they're not like you know they're not great quality compared to like oem stuff but they work fine i have a couple of usb n64 controllers just for that reason because i try i hate trying to do it on an xbox controller um yeah and also people also make adapters to like use first party stuff so but something yeah, like the ds was... yeah that's that that mm -mm, doesn't look good I'm just there trying... are a lot of third party gamecube uh controllers once uh the smash ones released in 2014 i yeah. remember that um yeah now, now like GameStops carry them on the reg and mm. stuff um i i just don't like the idea of trying to use a ds touchscreen as a mouse i get to use your mouse i'd assume like the only yeah, way yeah it's, it's uh, the so same with like, like you games like i don't world. want to play those like if it's not a direct port i don't want to play it on non-original hardware because that sounds awful also uh, games like the world ends with you and ace attorney and something else that my mind's not they all use the mic which you could do. I mean, you. I mean, if there's the emulators probably have a mic input. 
on the setup, yeah, I'm it's sure. Yeah, keyed to a button, which... Yeah. Okay. I'm sure there's some emulators it that let you, like, use right. your mic, too. Like, use your actual microphone. Um, but that's that just... just it's, it's all clunky. sounds awful, Yeah, though. it's very, very clunky. Or, like, something like... Um, I don't know. I guess you could make it work with the standard keyboard mouse setup, but... Um, I don't know why Call of Duty is the first thing coming to mind, but Call of Duty, like, you had to <laughs> aim with the touchscreen and move with the face buttons or whatever. Like, that just, I mean, you could probably map it easily well, too. That might actually work decently. But some, try to, you have to, like, move, like, Phantom Hourglass, Rare Tracks, you have to use the touchscreen, um, things like that. That does not sound good at all, no. Yeah, no, that's So that awful. very much is worrying. I hope. I'm not ready to watch my games wither away in front of me. I'm not ready for that. Yeah, that's definitely going to be an issue uh, moving forward. And that's not just uh, the Flash memory games either. Like, nope. All the disc games. Discs have disc rot. Eventually, I mean, yep. all those chips, like, chips go bad, so cartridge games are not going to be infinite either. Um, EEPROM doesn't last forever. So, yeah, it's uh, it's not great. And we're already, you know, we're already starting to get, we're getting close to forty years on those NES games. Mm -hmm. So, which is honestly insane. Yeah. Um. But yeah, it's not good. I don't like it. Nope. Uh. But there is so. This doesn't work for every developer, but Nintendo does tend to have all their uh, stuff preserved. So I'm sure every company, every just, company does that, right? You'd think. No, hope, but Mad they don't. Mass Effect lost like a full game, and I know Square well, Enix had to rebuild, or they lost one of their DLCs for Mass Effect. Yeah, who makes Mass Effect? Square Enix stuff? had to. Square. Uh, no, Square doesn't make it. I don't remember who makes it. I think it's Ubisoft. Was, uh, using Square as another example because they couldn't find Kingdom Hearts. No, EA. One. EA. EA. Oh, no, BioWare. That's who I'm thinking of. They're the developer, and then EA publishes it. And yeah, EA publishes BioWare it. lost an entire DLC, and they didn't because even Because the company that they had made well, the when DLC. I, when I mean that, I mean like, like Nintendo, Sega, Sony, Microsoft, whoever the hell made Wonderswan, um, Atari... Uh, Commodore, I feel like Commodore Atari where but... Nintendo's like the best though since they can just pull it out everyone else kind of has like an example where they lost code because Square couldn't find the original copy of Kingdom Hearts so they just rebuilt it for the uh, remaster for 1.5 Do, does Sony have an example of that? Or Microsoft uh, even, off, like I can see like the top of my head, software developers doing one. It. Yeah. Um, because I feel like I've read them both having that difficulty in the past, but I can't remember an example. Um. Also, a lot of people take to doing it themselves. Um, there's tons of people out here that have like every game imaginable backed up on a hard drive somewhere. That's true. Um. There's also like foundations that are that were created to preserving games and their hardware so yeah game preservation is definitely something that 
needs to be uh, worked on because, well, I guess not so much it needs to be worked on as it needs to be more accessible. Because, like, Nintendo definitely has basically every single game that's been released on one of their systems, but... So does the millions of other people. There's, um, I can't remember, I think they're called, like, box sets. No, they're not called box sets. What are they called? Um, there's, there's a, there's a word for it, and I can't think of it, but it's essentially a, th uh, a name for a complete collection of every ROM file for a certain system. Huh. Um because i use those to help me create my uh my game key no intro rom sets that's what they're called um i think that's because the original company that was do that, that like started doing that was called no intro or like the group of people that was doing it but there's stuff for like you know n64 game boy snes uh 32x game gear all the Atari consoles, all the Commodore stuff, um, even like the MSX and the PC Engine and the Sega SG-1000. Shout out if you know what that is. Um, so, yeah. And all new stuff is digital anyway. That's true. But it's just going to suck knowing one day that you can't pop open the GameCube and put your original disc in. You're going to have to get a, make a counterfeit or put like something like a GC loader in there and play ROMs off of it. Quite unfortunate. Yeah. Anyway, enough being said. Uh, <laughs> Modern Warfare 2 Remastered. I love that the whole, the, all, the, the, all the news for this is that it's just delayed. Possibly. Yeah, I thought it was more... But when I went and found the article, it was apparently just that someone said it was delayed, or going to be possibly delayed. So, uh, and that goes for apparently the multiplayer might have been separate, but people are saying there was a leaker that said it's not. So, I don't know. It's weird. Yeah, it seems like 2022 now is the big thing I saw for Modern Warfare 2 Remastered. I didn't even know they were working on that, but I guess it's all but confirmed at this point. Seems like it. Well, hopefully it's good. They better not botch it. Um, I don't know how I don't know how good to the Modern Warfare remastered compares to its original, but people don't really care about that one as much as Modern Warfare Two. And I'm sure they are aware of that. Yep, but they also might not care because it's Activision Blizzard, and they don't care about anything. That's for sure. <laughs> um. Yeah, so great discussion on Modern Warfare 2 Remastered. Anyway, <laughs> <laughs> um, so Apex Legends Season 9 and Resident Evil 8. Um, oh my god, dude, Arenas is so good. Arenas is everything I wanted it to be. Um, I mean, when you're taking an idea from other games, it's uh, hard to screw it up. But they could have. They, yeah, they it's, EA, have it's EA. You don't, you don't expect anything. Um but yeah, it's so good. It's exactly what I wanted to be. I've been having so much fun. I actually have yet to play Battle Royale again since Arena's dropped. Um, although I need to because I need to see the new stuff they added. I've just been so hooked on this Arena stuff. It's so much All fun. All I know about Apex Season 9 is some people are kind of mad about... Um, the bow? No, the the uh, battle pass for this one. Why is that? 
because the paid one doesn't have like as much good stuff as it usually does apparently. Oh. Hmm. Um, new character is sick. Definitely dig Valkyrie. I have not gotten the coins for Valkyrie, so I can't say anything. She, uh, she's weird to fight against, so I'll give it that. She has a lot of movement options and, um, a lot of offense. To she's kind of OP a little bit. The Yeah, her tactical is so useful for people that are, like, camping trying to snipe you is so useful especially in arenas because i've been playing i i played a little bit before the show and had a lot of squads doing that and that swiftly take care of that um yeah. also the combo that i've seen on the subreddit of horizon throwing her ult and then valkyrie doing the missile thing onto them that's Ooh. a that's a pretty deadly combo from what i've seen yeah and of course the bow is unbalanced yeah, but I mean, it's basically just a like a fully charged bow shot is the same as a sentinel shot. Um, it just loads way faster. Yeah, it's just quicker. So, but also like, I mean, unless you hit the shots lucky, it's it's a lot harder to do it up close. Like, I uh, certainly saw that, but I mean, once once the bow's out long enough, it's gonna be. Bad. Yeah, I'm sure they're gonna nerf it into oblivion or whatever. They, they have unless to, the okay. unless the Twitch race like it. If the Twitch race like it, it'll stay. Otherwise, it'll get nerfed. That's how everything happens in Apex. Twitch liked Wraith, and she got nerfed bad. <laughs> like she didn't they really keep nerfed. nerfing her though. That, well, yeah, because that's, they that's won't because... just fix her problem. Um, she's like one thing that if they would fix she look when it they made her hitbox more... bigger and they changed her running animation and they keep they made her hitbox bigger because like... before her hitbox was glitchy like true it was too but small two of the other characters have that same hitbox she had and they still have them yeah but they didn't glitch is the thing so they made it also the they're trying to even out the the selection and win rates on the characters and wraith has been the consistent number one in that in that thing for a long time so that's why they started doing all those nerfs is they're trying to lower because she had a huge win rate gap over but like they're only else. trying to do it slowly because they still make a lot of money off her yeah and also they, they, they don't like want to like do anything too that... drastic all those nerfs I brought up were all done in eight, all at once. Though it wasn't. All, yeah, but not. It's not like, like what came in the game complete opposite. They did it all at once. They still didn't fix like the her winning though. She still wins a lot. Yeah. Well, actually, um, not since Horizon. Um, Horizon has kind of taken over, and also Octane. Those Horizon and Octane have become very popular and. Uh, kind of leveled out the win rate problem. Um, what did Octane do that's different? Is it just because um, of they... their slide? I'm not sh Uh, Well, he got that double jump a while ago, which was pretty good. Um, but, you know, like now that the, as the game progresses, people tend to push more and more, and Octane is really good for that because you can travel huge distances in very short amount of time. And also. Um, he became so popular, in fact, that they actually nerfed him too a little bit because now his 
uh, you take like a little bit more damage from your stem shot than you used to um, for the new season. Mm. I, I'm not really sure yeah. why the specific reason is. Um, also, I suspect that people just started to realize he's really fun to play because I, I had that realization maybe like two weeks ago. He's very, very fun to play. Um, yeah, I've got a lot of legends I need to unlock still. Just well, three, but it's uh just play until you're level two hundred, and then you'll have so many tokens you won't know what to do with yourself. That's true. Phantom stop being useful. Um, well, you can't really use legend tokens on much, besides the legends. legends. Yep. Um, you can use them on something else. I can't remember what you can use them on, but it's very limited in your options for that. So you just. Once you unlock all the legends, you just build up a stockpile and um, use them on the next legend. Yeah, I never run out. Like I've always got so many. One day, you will run out and then go out live for the new legend. Um, the same way he always did by playing the game. Yeah. Um. So yeah, season nine is very good. I'm enjoying it a lot. Um. So I guess on to Resident Evil Eight then. It is also very good. Very much enjoying that. It's a lot of fun. Yeah, very very uh, tense. I wouldn't say it's, it's as... It hasn't been as scary to me as Resident Evil 7, and I suspect that's because Resident Evil 7 was the first Resident Evil I had played in a while. But now I've played 7 and, like, mo I, I think I'm, like, a third of the way through Resident Evil 2. Uh, so I'm, like, kind of tempered a little bit. I... I think seven's scarier because you're in Louisiana. And everything's like pretty close to like home. And also it's all like kind of decrepit. Nothing in like there's, oh no, all the furniture's destroyed. Okay. Like the scariest things for me in eight so far have been the onslaught pack where I burned like a hundred bullets because I wasn't running. I was just fighting the onslaught of the wolves. Oh, yeah? And her chasing me now. Those have been the scariest things. Um, Yeah, another thing to notice is that I've been finding a lot more ammo and things to make heals and more ammo out of in this game so far than I I've had ever like, did in 7. They did say they changed I've... it a bit based on 7, so... Um, that was another thing that made 7 so tense, is I was always very low on ammo. 7, you had, like, none, and then they'd be like, hey, here's three molded. You have to fight them, or you can't get past this. Bruh, I have no shots! <laughs> and they were um, aware of that. Yeah, and so, like, while it's more frustrating to have that kind of gameplay, it's also more tense. It's very much, you know, adds to the experience. Um, yeah. So, like, Especially like in Resident Evil 8, like, um... Like, I've been, you know, like, startled once or twice. Um, but, like, I'm never really, like, continuously worried because I look, I'm like, oh, I've got 50 bullets. I'm fine. Oh, I have 100 right now. <laughs> yeah, see? <laughs> and, uh... Yeah. But I bought a lot from what's from Duke. Oh, yeah, yeah. There's because... also an item shop now. You can just buy heals and bullets. And uh, I have uh, three guns. I have the regular gun, which I've upgraded some. I have the shotgun that you can pick up while you're running away from the wolves. Yep. And I have uh, Albert Wesker's gun from the pre-order. Oh, nice. Or, 
which I'm like, yay, I can keep all three loaded for when I'm surprised attack. Um, also, my the hits don't seem to do as much damage. Um, that also might be because I'm way better at guarding than I was when I first started Resident Evil 7. I'm, I'm um, doing a lot of headshots, which is where you get a lot yeah, of the damage. Uh, same, I learned that too. I'm um, really worried because I found this out because um, I got a little lost. You can be at the same time you're being attacked by her, like she's hunting you, one of her daughters can show up. So you can be attacked by both at the same time. Amazing. I'm very scared that will happen to me when I head back towards the second mask. Um, yeah, also the enemies, like the, uh, the enemies that are throughout so far, uh, take a lot less bullets to kill. Um, so it might not have been in 7 that I didn't find enough, like a lot of ammo. It was that I had to use a lot of ammo. True. The molded needed so yeah, many. Yeah, the molded were very hard to kill. Um, and Jack needed a lot to yeah. stack her. Yeah. Um, I think the scariest part so far maybe have been, um, you know, the wine cellar where it's all bloody, like full oh, to your. Yeah, legs, yeah, yeah. And they jump out of the water. Yeah, I don't... that's kind of been the scariest just because I got kind of attacked by a bunch at the same time. They all kept jumping out of the water. It wasn't really scary. It was just like, please stop. I'm burning so much ammo. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, like, I don't know. The atmosphere is there and it's a great game. I love the story. It's just not as like intense, I don't think, as seven was. Um, I'm not that that's cool necessarily it, yeah not that it's a bad thing necessarily you know it leads more towards the storytelling and the and the puzzles and stuff and it's like fun and it looks great it runs great plays well um it's just not I do as think, intense i think it helped to have in the you're in like a decrepit house which is already really freaky it's like everything's kind of disgusting it's not very bright and you can and when you're outside, it's nighttime. Yeah. When you're, you're outside in, in village, of, you're in the middle of a swamp. Yeah. When you're outside in village, it's day, which helps. Yeah. Yeah. Also, the setup uh, in eight is a bit weaker IMO than like in seven. Like you're going there to save your wife. It's pretty cut and dry, but it's you know it's solid thing. And in this one, like you're also going to save blank i'm trying to i'm trying to keep a spoiler light here um so I mean, it's pretty cut and dry discussed hasn't been in the trailer but the like the intro sequence where they take blank and blank also dies is like why and i guess that, that'll be told to me eventually um but like i feel like this intro needed a bit more setup. Did you read the like when you woke up from the truck did you read the note that was sitting next to you I think so. It said something like, capture, our goals, capture Ethan and blank, kill blank. And it didn't have blank's name. It just said kill um, something weird. It was very weird how they phrased it. I was like, huh. Yeah, I don't know. But I, again, it's like a really good game. The atmosphere is there. I dig it a lot. Do you um, play... Uh, if you kick the ball into their room, you get an achievement. Like while you're carrying, well, if you, while you're in the house, their house. 
Whose house? Uh, Ethan. There's a ball in their room, and if you kick it into the office, it's like, goal! Oh, no, I didn't know that. That's cute. I was, I was kind of, I was really tense that first moment. I'm like, all right, what's, what's the first thing? Like, how do we, <laughs> how are we going to get started here? When you're in the house, I'm like, ah, oh, this is so relaxing. <laughs> it's so different. Because <laughs> two's really intense at the beginning. Yeah. Three's nice. really intense at the beginning. You're like immediately attacked while just hanging out in uh, Jill's apartment. I've never played four. I don't own five and six. I really need to play four. It's kind of a it's kind of disrespectful. That it's we so weird. I have we a copy. We, own, we have at least yeah, a copy. I have. Two. We have the Wii copy. I have both the GameCube and Wii copies. <laughs> and and people love it. the Wii copy, and I have it looking at me, and I'm like, oh, I should play it. Eventually. Yeah, I know. I keep thinking like I really need to play it because because that's that was like the first really big Resident Evil where everyone was like, this is the best one. Like definitively, so I yeah that's that's oh, that's Jesus. really bad that we have yet to play that, but yeah, um yeah I I plan to get to it eventually. I just have a problem with horror games where I can't really play them at night because it becomes. Are you like going to get spooky? Oh oh, big booba lady gonna come kill you? <laughs> big booba lady. <laughs> yeah. Okay. You 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 haven't brought that up yet, but you did say there's um some sexual tension in eight. Which maybe because you thought that it's also bringing the scariness down a little bit for you. Well, yeah, it's Bro. they're like, like they're obviously vampires. Like that's the gist, but and they want to eat like you because they're vampires. But chance. they're but they ex they express their hunger through horny, and that's what makes it uncomfortable. Yeah. Like the thing we were talking about before the show, where you get. Where you get blanked and you have to blank yourself off the. This is stupid. Um, you know what I'm talking. <laughs> the thing we were talking about before, where like it was like you wanted to see how they put you up there or whatever. Like yeah, right before that, while you're hanging there and they're talking, like that's all super horny. They're all like, "How how are we going to eat him?" Especially the the daughters. The daughters are really. She comes over and she like licks your hand, and I'm like, "Stop." That's horny, bro. That's. <laughs> I mean, it's also insane. Like it's they're insane. Oh, but... <laughs> yeah, for real. They actually are though. Um, she's like the creepiest one, and she becomes so much worse. <laughs> great, can't wait. Is that no? I'm uh... at like the same point at you. I'm just kind of more. I don't know if she's scarier than the other three that hunt you, but she seems more mad than the other three. Dimitris. Yeah, because you could be hunted by Jack in seven. Um... You had Mister X in two, and you had Nemesis in three. Nemesis was unrelenting, though. I want to well, say, well, yeah, of course, Dimitris is upset. That's the whole setup of the story with Mother Duranda and the decision and all that that I'm not going to describe. Um, and you know, the phone call from the trailer where she's like, "It feels when like I find him, I'm going to cut him into ribbons." It, I think Nemesis had more range, but compared to the other two, I think she's got the most range. Like she's second. Yeah, well, she is like. Nemesis had a rocket launcher, so. <laughs> what about that, yeah. Dimitris? You don't have a rocket launcher. <laughs> Just leave me alone so I can solve this damn puzzle. <laughs> um. So, yeah, Resident Evil 8 is amazing so far, and I'm sure I speak for Alex, too, that you should definitely pick this game up. Um, it is yeah. worth, it is a, 
one of the few games recently that I can say is definitely worth the immediate buy of $60. I think that is um, even on new generation, including PS5 at $60, which is very pog. Um, so if you don't have it yet and you're looking for something to play, this game is absolutely worth that money. Um, there's not a lot of games where I I'm will like itching say... to buy something at launch nowadays because I've been so muffed by terrible games. Well, I don't have the um, thing. Oh, PlayStation Online, because I think it will require it. I'm kind of upset that, yeah, uh, Reverse wasn't available at launch. Is it not? Nah, I tried to play it, and it was like, this service isn't available. So I looked into it, and it's been delayed till sometime later this summer. Nice. Sad. Oh, well, I mean, I I didn't buy the game to play I didn't buy the game to play Reverse. True, I didn't buy it to play Reverse either, but it's a nice addition. Yeah, true. I will definitely check it out whenever it does come out. Um, so yeah, Resident Evil Eight. What do you, what would you say? Eight out of eight out of ten? Nine out of ten? I want to play more of it before I give a definitive score, Back. but I'm having a first great time. F- first moments. I'd say I'd say solid eight out of ten. Eight. Yeah, 8 for Resident Evil 8. There we go. Let's go. <laughs> I will say I love Capcom's engine that they use, the Resident Evil engine. Yeah, yeah, this new engine is definitely big. It's I, I like what it they've used since 7, and it's such a good engine. Yeah. Everything looks great in it. I agree. The controls are incredibly terrible. Um. Oh yeah, it's awful. If you've played a Resident Evil game pre-prepared for the same controls. I mean since 7, right? Yeah, I I mean if you play if you're like it's it's no old Resident Evil. Like it's way better. I'm just I, that's what I'm saying. Like they're not con- completely terrible controls. Like I tried to play the remake of the original Resident Evil and God. You know, that game's fault isn't mostly that the controls are kind of wonky. It all is part of the experience. It's supposed to make it tense. The controls aren't perfect. I picked up uh, but... Zero for like five bucks. Oh, nice. long while back. And I'm like, I'm so scared to play this one. Not because I'm actually scared of the game, but because I'm scared of the damn controls. Because it's got the same as one. And I'm and, like, and the camera angles. Like, you don't yeah. have... Yeah. I hate the camera angles and I hate the tank controls. Yeah, it's bad. All I know about... You go ahead. I don't know much about Zero Story. I do know one had, like, a door that you could only open three times, and then you would have to walk all the way around the house. That's bad. Yeah. Because they were like, we need to make this game harder. And I'm like, do you? Yes. Oh! I forgot to mention this, though. This was pretty cool. So, you know, um, and you would have gotten it as well. They gave uh, something about, uh, or maybe, you didn't, I don't know. Anyways, I got the deluxe edition for your so some bonus things. One of them is um, what happened since 7. Oh, yeah. Like a report uh, that breaks down some things. So, like, it brings up some... Mia's brought up and what she's doing since then. Since there was the DLC that had her. Yeah. Which I don't know if you played Not a Hero. I don't think I did. Not a Hero is pretty cool. Uh, you play as uh, 
Yeah, I finished seven and I went straight into RE2. You play as a uh, Jack's brother. Oh. Interesting. Um. But it also talks about it brings up Spencer Manor from the first, or not Spencer Manor. It brings up the Spencer dude who owned the manor in the first game. That's sick. That he's been missing, and I was like, "That's some cool lore." Maybe they're gonna tie the universe back together because all Chris shows up in seven and eight, it still doesn't feel as connected. Yeah, that's what I was kind of saying with the intro. Just feels a little off. Okay, so <laughs> Mia seemed meaner. Yeah, true. Big facts. That was a rough intro sequence. Um, I was like, chill. <laughs> like, she's not being really mean. It's just a little weird that she's like, and I get it. She doesn't want it brought up, but it's kind of weird that she's like super hostile against it. Yeah. Well, I guess I would be too if I went through that. Fair. You know, it's kind of like, you know, post like, like war veterans sometimes really not wanting to talk about anything related to it because it'll set them off. Or whatever you know so like it's fair you know if i went through that too i probably wouldn't want to talk about it <laughs> true um so collector's corner the weekly regular segment where we go around and talk about games that we've bought and things that we played and all that other good collector gamer type stuff um so uh cameron why don't you start us off okay so this week's kind of sad for me uh spent a lot of it preparing for interviews most of which probably did not go as well as i would have hoped so um i played apex with grant i have played some pokemon snap i played some animal crossing and i played some super mario 3d world plus Bowser's fury uh i just got um through Bowser's Castle, I don't remember if there's multiple Bowser's Castles, but the uh, the the one at the end uh, before you unlock Rosalina. So uh, now I should have every level before then caught up. So I think it's just a matter of finishing the second half of the game. I don't it's a long game. I'm glad I'm not recording it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, um, but I just need more time, dude. That's why I'm still looking for a job cuz if I can get one around here, I free up a lot of time and exhaustion. But yeah, it's a did I, I don't think I bought anything this week. No. So, yeah, that's a that's been a slow gaming week for me. All right, Cooper. Um, I've been kind of chilling basically. Um, I was playing um a little bit of Brawlhalla, not a lot though, because I finished the pass and all. So I just played a good bit from that. I'm playing a little bit of Ose. 
a little bit of problem here. Um, my new phone came in. Um, it's oh, nice. sick. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I've been enjoying that. Um, I've just been relaxing, really. I've been doing a lot. Big chilling. Big chilling. Big chilling. Yep. Fair enough. Uh, Alex? Okay, this week I put played some Persona 1. I obviously played some Resident Evil 8. Um, I didn't have an opportunity to move anywhere in Fates, though. Let's see. I feel like... It's just been kind of a weird week. Post-finals. Yeah, that post-finals weirdness. Yeah, I feel that. Yeah. Um, I feel like I played something else, but it's not immediately coming to mind. I did get charged by Nintendo for uh, the my pre-orders of... Um, what are those? Famicom Detective. Yeah. Famicom Detective Club. And I was glad they applied the thing correctly for the deal. Where it's like you buy both and you're supposed to get ten dollars off one. Oh nice. Yeah. Um Yeah, so it's just been a weird week, but I did play at least those two games. I feel like I played something else that's not new. I feel like that every week. There, there. I feel like I'm always missing something every week. Mm-hmm. Um, those are the two I know I played because I moved decently far in both yeah um well okay then um play a lot of apex like cameron mentioned a lot of arenas um resident Evil 8 like alex mentioned um i got the steel book from best buy with my pre-order it's very minimalist but i i dig it um i'm a sucker for a steel book so couldn't pass up on I that i think there's a bunch of them on sale right now at Best Buy for like five bucks. I think they've had better steel books though. They have. That one's cool for sure. Um, the only reason I don't regret the pre-order getting the steel book is because this game is so good. You know, like like I said, it's yeah. one of the definitely worth the sixty dollar buy. Um, so, did you get the uh, deluxe edition or the regular one? No, just standard. I got you. Um, played. A uh, couple, couple good rounds of zombies past week with some friends up here. Um, kind of ready for some more content, but it's good as always. Um, and I, 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 again, here I go. What else did I play? I feel like I'm missing something. I don't know. I probably played a couple random things on my Switch for like five minutes, whatever. Um, uh, oh, yeah. Uh, like Cameron said, I graduated. Pog. Um, going to visit tomorrow with Pog. Drop out uh, before it's too late. Before it's it's already too late. <laughs> no. Your uh, copy of Ace Attorney come in? Um, no, it is still being it's still on route, but it's coming from overseas, so I expected it to take a while. Um, I like looked into who is shipping it, and it was like a company that does worldwide shipping. So I was like, "Oh, it's coming from like Japan, and it just hasn't 
gotten to sure. America yet because yeah. they, they give me the tracking number for USPS and they're just saying like we're waiting on the package to be dropped into our hand um, and yeah I still have right now it, it departed Japan on the 30th and USPS is just waiting for them to get it so um, I'm sure it'll come in uh, it might actually come in while you're at Disney yeah it might I would more expect it to come in the week after just because it, you know, it takes a good couple weeks. But yeah, it might come in while I'm in yeah. Disney. Luckily, my, you know, my roommates are here, so it's fine. Um, oh, I meant to ask you about that. Are they gonna freak? Like when you come back, because they're very like, COVID conscious. Um, yeah. Even though. No, I mean, like, um, I'm fully vaccinated now, and Jules got her first dose, and like. Well, we've got a washer dryer in our place. We're gonna be washing clothes and stuff, and you know, like we're gonna be, we're like we're gonna be smart about it. We've got like you know sanitizers and stuff. Um, so I don't, I don't think they will. Um, cause like we will have been, like we will come to the house clean, and like anything that would potentially have anything on it, which most likely not, is just gonna sit in the hamper until it gets washed. So. I, I don't really think so. I think everything's fine. Um, and yeah, I'm very upset that I can't, I, I might actually try some remote play. I just thought about that like literally five minutes ago. Like if I leave my PS5 in rest mode, I can hit it up from uh, anywhere. So I might try that even though it's probably going to be trash. Um, play it. I don't know how that would work at Disney. Um, and do not play village like that, though. Um, but I probably won't. Um, because I remember bringing a lot of stuff last time, and, and I then not I, using it. I drove the entire time last time, so I didn't play on like the car ride or anything. And are you gonna um, drive the entire time this time? No. Um, so we're all carpooling and taking one car, and it's not my car that we're taking. Um, and the the girl's car that it is she said that she's used to long hauls like this and is like okay with driving the entire time now obviously like like we've offered like you know don't feel like yeah. you have to do that um like if you feel tired or anything like actually i prefer you to make me drive or something um because i'm not trying to die but dang yeah um, no what like a 12 hour trip um yeah. about 11 11 including atlanta it's it's like a, it's a 10 hour drive if there's nothing in the way um, but between it, it'll probably be like actually close to 12 between, you know, stopping for food and going to Atlanta and you know, all that good yeah, stuff. It's a, it's a long trip. It's too. a definitely long trip. Um, but I will not be driving the entire time. So I will be probably for at least a good six hours or seven hours of that drive. Of, um, you know, it could be possibly 12 cause also, uh, my Al, like Alex could be driving too instead of me. So, um, I yeah, could potentially not drive. Something so. to do. Well, I've got, I've got, I've got plenty of Switch stuff. I'm bringing, I'm bringing my Switch Lite and probably like a dozen games, um, just so I don't get bored. But like while I'm actually there, I probably won't play much because I'll, I never do. Either be at Disney or too tired. Yep, that's um, what always happens. But I've got so. enough stuff to. I, I basically just got it for the car rides, really. Um, and neither. You go ahead. Neither of those trips you've taken to Disney sounds like when we went uh, to Kentucky, and 
You and Cameron actually switched off halfway through. Yeah, yeah well, the, well, the... I also didn't have as much experience on the interstate, especially um, compared to yeah. now. The God, I hate the interstate. <laughs> the the time we went two years ago, like we drove down to Auburn and like chilled for a little while, and then we drove down to my dad's place and stayed the night, and then got up and drove. You know, so we never drew drove like the longest trek in a day was from Huntsville to South Georgia, which was only like seven plus. We had like a good solid because we had lunch with you guys. Yeah. yeah um so we like you know took a little break whatever um and that and that isn't bad um you know i can do three or four hours at a time if i stop for like 45 minutes or whatever um which is about long enough to eat yeah which is about because i also had to like you know get my granddad's car and do all that stuff um yeah, yeah i remember that yeah um and then from my dad's place to disney was only like another three or four so it wasn't really that bad but this time we're trying to do it all in a day so I'm definitely prepared yeah, for that. And um, also, you know, I, I don't focus too much on the games on the trip other than like I've got stuff for the car ride to do, but it's it's kind of good to detox and just not play some stuff and, and just, you know, like do oh, other things. Be. Like it doesn't have to be anything specific or whatever. Just like, you know, not touch some games for a week. Um, and then you come back and games are a little bit more fun again. It's kind of like, uh, sure. you know, like when you stop drinking or whatever for a while and you come back like, wow, this is like one drink holy crap you know it's it's just a, it's a good detox um or you could be like me and get sick on car rides playing games and not be able yeah to i'm i'm worried about that i thought much. about that a lot so i've we got a couple different mediary options um but i'm better than it used to be also uh jewel has some actually now that i think about it, jewel has some anti-nausea pills because she gets uh uh super nauseous pretty easily so we brought, we're bringing like a pack to Disney between like, you know, the huge crowds and the rides and stuff. It's just smart to have some on hand. So I might snag one of those yeah. actually for the car ride. That might be a good idea. Um, smart. Now that I think about it, but yeah. Um, anyway, back to the, the podcast that we're totally doing <laughs> right now. Um, it's fine. <laughs> you just burn mayo time. Yeah. We just burn mayo slot. Uh, Cooper, you have the floor for Faye. Uh, okay. All right. So, um, right. All right. So, the final bidders out with Edelgard, Dimitri, Kino Morgan, Mel Morgan, and Orson as a G and Orson as the GHP. Um, I mean, it's pretty small, short. We, we're not rough. I mean, the man's really cool. Uh, Edelgard's broken with like. 20 different skills, but just a weapon and a key skill, which is good. Um, I got a couple weekly revival banners, and by the time of this podcast release, Resplendent, Resplendent Leap will be out until May 24th, and yeah, we don't know who's requesting me yet, but you know, yeah, so that's about it. Well, all right then. Um, quick apology for the rest of the podcast if you hear some random noises. Um, similar to last week, the weather is crap in my area today, um, and uh, it's very hey. loud. So uh, you might be hearing some, some thunder through the background of my mic, uh, but hopefully not. Hopefully it won't be that bad. Um, yeah, we've had – today's just been really bad weather all of a sudden. Just pretty well, much all better day. better today than tomorrow. Um, yeah, facts. Um so yeah anyway 
Um, Sony has registered a trademark for Sunset Overdrive. Um, I didn't under I didn't know that Insomniac Games made that game. Yeah, Insomniac made uh, Sunset Overdrive. Well, it's they, already it's not con- so it's already not console exclusive anymore. So that is true, and it's not even on the Microsoft Store. Like it's on Steam. So um, that'd be true. that'd be cool. PS5 upgrade. Mm. Please mm. more death. <laughs> I think they revival thing. I, it's I more like, but like they uh, own it. But I think they have to pay Microsoft if they want to put it on their thing. I I don't know if that's true. Because I looked into it when I read that. Oh, did you? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, Microsoft. Just use some of the part. money you got from selling MLB the Show for Game Pass. Right. Um, yeah. Well, maybe that's it. Maybe it's a trade-off. They get Sunset Overdrive, and Microsoft got. MLB yeah. the show. <laughs> what a weird trade-off. So. I don't think. No, I don't think they would have agreed to that. That, that would be a terrible trade-off. I receive trade-off. great game. You receive bad game. Um, speaking Very of balance. <laughs> speaking speaking of Sony, uh, the PS5 is possibly getting a redesign and will reportedly enter production next year. Now, this is just more. This is just Switch Pro all over again. We're about to go through this. All over again from square one with PS5. No, no, no. We're still going through Switch Pro. Yeah, but like all over again. Like now we're going to be going through two of them. Um, the only one that people won't. Right. Really it just came out. Microsoft. All these leakers. There's a new one coming out tomorrow, bruh. No, there isn't. <laughs> um, so it it's it's something they're considering and is potentially there mostly because given all the, the industry shortages going on right now, um, they kind of have to, they are considering doing things like either like redesigning stuff to make manufacturing easier or, um, like cutting things out or like changing the hardware that they use, like to not change the performance, but to just make it cheaper and more accessible. Um, to increase the amount that they can manufacture. So they just, like, you know, I guess something that it was like the CEO talking about it, you know, like we've, we're, mm-hmm. you know, that's something we could do is potentially change the architecture a little bit, redesign some of the stuff to make it simpler for manufacturing, that kind of stuff. Um, so that's um, something that, we could do there or they could do there but i get this is literally just switch pro all over again um yeah speaking of switch pro uh since nintendo has come out and said that uh there might be some issues uh with switch production due to uh all the chip shortages uh people are like but switch pro though (laughs) it's it's still alive and well Switch Pro. The shortages won't stop them from doing it. Um, yeah. It's just they're just saying they have issues making them right now, just like everybody else. Um, you know, and if people weren't freaking scalping everything all the time and causing such high demand, maybe we wouldn't have a bad shortages. Scalpers. I could, dude, I could uh, upgrade my computer, which I desperately need to do, especially while I'm not having to pay loans. Like, I can't because uh, every time there's a chance well the the uh, the gpus are on a double-edged sword they're getting screwed from both ends because not only do you have scalpers buying up stuff to scalp but you also have crypto miners buying up everything um so they're just getting double screwed 
That was I think I preferred when it was lightning. just the crypto miners. Because at least they were still... It, it was still possible to buy a pre-built, you know? Yeah, I'm really hoping that the uh, NVIDIA light hash cards that they talked about making are actually, like, not good at doing hash functions instead of just being, like, some kind of software lock that's going to get hacked inside of a day. Yeah. Um, like they keep trying to do. Um, because if that actually happens, then that'll help a lot. Um, but we'll see if that's something that's actually... You know, like so. Okay, I don't think I've heard about this. Uh, explain a little, if you. So will. yeah, so Nvidia is talking about making a light hat or a hash light series of cards, which is basically the same thing with the same gaming capability as before, but now it sucks at doing cryptographic hash functions, which is the foundation of cryptocurrency. Um, and it's basically just a series of mathematical computations um, that GPUs are well, more well-suited for compared to CPUs, so that's why they're using GPUs. So NVIDIA's trying to make a series of cards that sucks at doing those, but still does the same Everything level of else. gaming performance. Yeah. yeah. Um, so that way, crypto miners won't buy up all of the stock. Um, yeah, but it's And they've tried to implement software locks, but that's not going to work. Hackers are going to get inside of it inside of a day. It's happened several times, them trying to do this. So now they're coming out with this new series that, and and by them doing this, it seems like they're doing like some kind of hardware block. Um, That, I mean, hardware blocks are typically better. Yeah, or they might just like, they might just like remove stuff to make it physically bad at hash functions. And there's no like kind of. Like it's not like where there's going to be a jumper that just needs to be soldered to enable hash functions. I'm hoping it's like some yeah, kind of thing where they like If it's remove. too easy, they're just going to buy them up anyways and be like, "I can fix this." Yeah, or or but, companies are going to buy them up and then resell them. Like, hey, this is and they'll be cheaper too. True. So um, it's yeah. got to be it's got to be like actually removed hardware um, for it to even be feasible, really. So we'll yeah. see what what goes with that. And not something that's easy to fix, removable hardware. That's what I mean. Like, not something that's like a jumper that's missing. Like a, like literally, actually a changed architecture, or something like that. Um. Okay. Uh, E3 has added Square Enix, Sega, Bandai Namco, Exceed Games, which and Marvelous, which is the U.S. version of that. Uh, Gearbox Entertainment, Freedom Games, Devious Eye Entertainment, Turtle Beach, Turtle Beach. Do they well, still that's make the last time we heard Turtle Damn. Beach, dude. I mean, they, they still make headphones, though, right? Like they, yeah, I know they still like one do, of the third like, party. They're pretty popular. When was popular the last still. time? Yeah, dude, I remember back in the 360 days when Turtle Beach was like, it was like the beats of gaming headphones. Turtle Beach was like the thing, because I remember I had like the cheapest version of the Turtle Beaches. With, like I, the long I wires. My first headset was a Turtle Beach. Because um, my cat chewed up the mic on that. I remember that headset dearly um yeah i know that's just a throwback name anyway turtle beach uh verizon and binge.com so more people come to e3 i can't yeah i can't wait for the verizon showcase oh we get our e3 cringe that way <laughs> let's go i expect um all right so square will probably bring maybe something with tomb raider probably not they're just doing their anniversary, I think, this year. I think they said they had. Is Alex dead? Alex dead? He's still green. <laughs> Apologies for the technical difficulties. It seems like Alex has died. 
So sad. Um, he's so young. <laughs> um. Anyway, while he's fixing that, um, Epic apparently wants to use exclusive titles from the three big guys, Nintendo, Sony, and Microsoft. And when... Uh... Alright, we're back. Sorry about that. Uh, our... We use Discord to talk to each other while we're recording this podcast, and Discord just kind of exploded. Uh, so that's why Alex died, because shortly after he died, the rest of us died. Um, oh, we need to have a four-way funeral. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, anyway, where were we? Um, yeah, Epic wants to use exclusives from Nintendo and Sony and Microsoft. Laugh track. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. Yeah. Change <laughs> Like, nice try. I imagine. Imagine, dude. They've kind of got Sony because Sony's like, we're putting older exclusive games on there. Well, with announced sequels. But nothing like God of War. Yeah. And they're putting it on both Steam and Epic. Imagine if, uh, imagine seeing Mario Odyssey on the Epic Game Store. What a Chris. whirlwind that would be, right? I, I want to be in there when Epic goes, hey, can we put your games on there? And Nintendo just laughs at their face, too. <laughs> yeah, not happening, buddy. Not until Nintendo has at least, it would take, it would take two or three failed consoles in a row. Nintendo has said in the past it would take three Wii U's for them to consider doing something else yeah in a row they're like we have money no nintendo likes doing hardware so because they get all the money yeah you get more money making your own hardware well other companies don't nintendo's stingy they make money uh, so like sony sells each ps5 at a huge loss but the money the money comes from making the software um you know, I mean, Nintendo's already stated that they make money on every Switch console. So yeah, because selling... they lost money on the Wii U, and they lost money on the 3DS. Because um, they yeah. had to sell them at losses. Yeah. Um, but that's that's industry standard, usually. Companies usually sell their hardware at a loss and then make so much money on the software and the publishing rights and all that stuff. Because um, that's where most of the money is. Yeah. And Nintendo went, we don't need 4K we can actually make money on our consoles. Yeah. So, um, now imagine how much they would sell if they took us, like, what if they sold it at $200 for the big model and then like 150 for the switch light? Like they would take, they would take a lot better. I think, I think it would, I think it would. I mean, like it's already selling like hotcakes, but now like at 200, like, Imagine if a Switch Lite was Look, $100. They don't have to drop it because it's already on track. That's what I'm saying. They don't have to. Pass but, the DS and PS2. But this is like a, this is like a, like the, this would be like the 2DS. Like when people were like iffy on getting into a Nintendo handheld, you'd be like, bro, you can literally get a 2DS and a game for 80 bucks. Like you can get a console and a game for $80. That was insane. Yeah, but Especially for kids. Now you've got more, like now you'd sell like more parents on that's true stuff like not just people like us who are like iffy about it but like a lot of parents that can't necessarily afford stuff like this for their kids now you can buy a switch Lite for them for a hundred freaking dollars that would be insane i don't know 
It That's might sell better, but when you're on track to pass the big, the two best selling, you don't have to do anything else. Yeah, no. We're trying. I'm just. I'm just. This is a suggestion for the casual market. If you're trying to get into the casual market, I certainly have been trying to uh, maintain the casual. Market. I don't know how you would downsize the switch anymore, though. Like the D, they already made the 3DS be sold at loss because they sold it at full price, and it didn't sell. Yeah. Yeah, I think it'd be different if the Switch was doing as poorly as the 3DS was at launch. Yeah, it would definitely. not be good if the Switch had been had open to uh, a 3DS uh, style. No, uh, it'd be fine. Price. Well, we yeah, just have now, one like... more console. <laughs> um, before they consider doing anything else. Yeah. And I honestly feel like if Nintendo was like, all right. We're going kind of third party. I could see them being like, "We're gonna make our own." Even though it. there's a slight because of Sony, I could kind of see them first going, "Okay, we'll work with Sony." Yeah, I I could see them sticking to consoles. Be like, "Well, we'll put it on Xbox and PlayStation instead." Mostly Xbox. I no, I actually or think mostly Xbox, PlayStation. PlayStation because it's, because it's Japanese. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'd see that. Um. Or they would. I, I, I would. Like I could see them making likely. their own launcher on PC, like the Nintendo launcher. I feel like PCs. We've tried everything else, but we still want to be a corporation before we get bought out. Yeah, I think PCs the absolute last resort because Japan's like, who cares? They don't like PC games over there. I think that's a big false. But they also like consoles way more than we do. They still yeah. like they still like PCs. Um, anyway, uh, World's End Club demo is up on the eShop. So cool. Yeah. Uh, um, Alex just went frozen again. I feel like we're impending doom for a second time. Did I go frozen? I wasn't. Oh no, your okay. Your uh, your voice thing stayed on. So when I saw it, I was like, I think we're about to do this all over again. <laughs> I got you. Uh, on the edge of our seats, but yeah, Worlds in Club demo is now up on the eShop. If you're interested for that, I have not gotten the chance to play it, but that that's coming out later this month, right? I believe so. Um, so definitely give it a try if you're uh, thinking about picking it up. It's from the team that made Ding Rampa. And um. Got the other one that my mind's not going to, and I played it. Nine nine nine. Bandai Namco registered new trademarks for Bait and Kaitos and Bait and Kaitos Origins in Europe. So that's cool. No clue. Um, GameCube. They were GameCube exclusives, apparently. I see. Um, Layton's Mystery Journey: Catrell and the Millionaire's Conspiracy Deluxe Edition Plus. That's the title. Uh, is announced for Switch. Just for Japan right now, though. Oh. And, um, Alex, you mentioned something about, um... Oh, yeah. It said on the thing, because I looked into it, uh, if you own the version already released for Switch, you can buy the new content for DLC. If it's released here. Level 5 had weird problems with America. Hmm. Uh, recently, because they're like kind of hurting a lot, so they've kind of stopped. They won't release any big games, and they've stopped production in everywhere but Japan. Hmm. 
big round of applause for the original Animal Crossing finally getting into the Hall of Fame, the video game Hall of Let's Fame. Let's go. Um, clap, clap, clap. Yeah. Wait, which Animal Crossing? Animal the GameCube. And the GameCube Animal you. Crossing. Um, I mean, it's the same game. Yeah, I mean, it's the same. Kind of. It's, it's the best way for to the represent the zero. Part, yeah. the, back in the, yard, the original thing. Um, Elon Musk hosted Saturday Night Live and played Wario in a court scene about uh, Mario being murdered in Mario Kart. And it's bad and very cringe, but also entertaining. I mean, if you're a cringe guy, um, like then, then well, yeah, like me, then you should definitely watch it because it is horrible. Cringe, dude. That is beyond E3 cringe. Like, that is, that's the, no, it's, it's that same flavor. It might be a little more no, intense. It's more intense, but it's the bad. same, it's the same flavor of just people that don't quite know what they're doing but they've got a general idea of it and they just try to wing it. And like, that's the point of SNL is like to have the live stuff where it's just kind of winged, you know, like you just go for it. Um, so it's more intense cringe than E3, but it's the same flavor. And if you're into that stuff, I, dec- I de- highly recommend watching it. It's only like six minutes long. Um, so yeah, that was, that was, a. I rough... don't know if I could survive. Six it's, minutes it's a, it's a rough E3 six minutes. Cringe. It's a very rough six minutes. <laughs> I was like, maybe I'll check it out, and then you said oh. six minutes, and I was like, "Oh my god!" I, think I, watched, <laughs> I watched three minutes of it, and I got everything I needed to know out of it for the show. Anyway, I, I, I watched the most cringe part. I'm fairly certain because someone had posted it as a uh, affront against nature. Yeah. Okay. Whatever. Um, Stadia product head John Justice has left Google. Stadia is dead. We've said this so many times. Woo! Stadia's dead. Crab rap. Um, Crab rap. <laughs> the uh, Yakuza <laughs> series has will stay a turn-based RPG going forward. Um, and apparently Nintendo has banned all Japanese partners from working with the Yakuza. So that's just like normal in Japan. Yeah. Like, they don't want the Yakuza getting money. It's like mobs here, but you know. Yeah. We're bad. Same thing. Um, and okay, so for our finishing topic, Nintendo released a bunch of physical numbers and the report for 2020, and they are big. It's we're talking biggie numbers, boys. Biggie, biggie big numbers. Um, so we have officially outsold the Game Boy Advance. Rip the Game Boy Advance. So what's left? the The Game Boy and col and Game Boy Color is included in that the Wii, and the DS. And we're on track to pass the DS, which is crazy. Uh, so that means we're on track to beat the PS2 because yeah. the PS2 only has like another million, I think. I think they're at 155. Yeah, or it's on track to pass both, which when's the last time you heard someone uh, think going for that record? Uh, It's been a while. Like, yeah. look, but let's think about this. The PS2 managed to beat the ds because it was on the market for 15 years it may not been on our market but there was a market somewhere in the world where it was being sold by sony so uh i mean yeah like it like i know there's the cliche joke it's just a it's just a dvd player and it is that's why that's partially why it's so so well well. Um, yeah it was a cheap dvd player at the beginning of the dvd yeah, well, that's it the same reason. Bucks for that's the DVD same reason player. the DS went so well. Not because it could play DVDs. No, it's because they went. It's it's because they went for the casual market. That's what the PS2 did. That's what the DS did. When you hit the casual market, that's when you make big bucks. 
you put yep. a you slap a camera on a thing back when cameras on things were cool and man you're you got 150 units so 150 million units sold you put a dvd player in a thing when dvds are cool 150 million so that this will be really cool in the fact that it's not any of those things yeah, it's it not. It's not. It's a, a little casual. casual but. Well, yeah, there's, like casual Nintendo's. Games. Nintendo's always been the casual system. Like, like if true. if yeah. there's people that aren't into video games and they get a thing, it's usually a Nintendo handheld. Yeah, Nintendo's like. Nintendo looks at all the markets, casual, hardcore, whatever, and they're like, we can do all of that. Because well, the only on other the Nintendo console to cross 100 million was the original Game Boy line. And what did they do? They made Pokemon and hit, went for the casuals. I, all the kids well, just wanted one now. because the Wii? The Wii yeah, the Wii passed it. I said uh, casuals. I was about to get to the Wii. Um, for, yeah, the same reason, the casuals. They were like, hey, Grandpa, you can play bowling now at your house. Yeah, and they did. Sold. Yeah, Game Boy, here's Pokemon. Eight-year-olds everywhere shat their pants wanting one sure. of these things. Including me. Um, so so that's the first i mean like nintendo obviously has the the casual side for like people that just are kind of you know wanting a thing to play but there's no like big thing like there's no basic sports game or like they're not making motion controls for the first time there's no camera on it there's no like it's just a portable console that's more powerful than your than what we normally come to expect from portable consoles and boom so yeah we're i mean we're four years in and that almost 85 million units that's insane that is insane what did the hold on, what, what was the last sales number we got for the ps4 um it's way over 100 million is it yeah uh, yeah because so you remember when a... they made it they made a ps4 pro dedicated to the 114.19 oh, yeah. million units as of late january no um, no 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 that's I think that might be earlier. So it's, I mean, PS4 is also up there, but it's not going to be hitting. Um, the PlayStation 4 right now is at 115.9 million as of the updated list, list of best selling video game consoles on okay. Wikipedia. And it is, um, I think it was at number four. Or, yeah, it, yeah, it's it at number four. So it's right under the Game Boy and Game Boy Color. Um, so yeah, the Switch but is also it also beat out the Xbox 360. That's the other thing it beat out um, from the last numbers, um, and also the PSP. So um, the next the next milestone is PlayStation 3, which will be demolished because it's only like three million away from that. Um, yeah, that, and then after the PS3, the if it hits another milestone, it's the hundred million milestone after the PS3. The I I don't expect that for. Uh, in 2021, I expect uh, it. I could, the so we've done what well, we've got. We've got four years pro. about uh, ishy 20 million a year. So I would expect it. Fiscal report of 2021, we will see 100 million consoles. Unless they release something crazy, I expect like 20 million sales. Yeah, yeah, as much as um, that's that's yeah. average. So every every year, it's huge, dude. Yeah, like that. Which, that's the thing. There's a good chance. I mean, they they uh, want to ship out the, like thirty million this year. I mean, even if PS3, it's a Switch Pro, it's still a Switch. The PS3 so. doing as well as it did towards the end of its life is still crazy to me. Yeah, yeah. That's and that's true. the only I PlayStation remember... to not hit a hundred million. Yeah. 
But I remember when people were like, Ha! Microsoft won that generation, and Sony eventually passed them. Yeah. Um, six of the best... Six of the top ten bestsellers on Switch have sold over 20 million copies. Um, which is... Uh, right. Two of them have sold over 30. Yeah, yep. Animal Crossing's about to pass Mario Kart in a year. Uh, well... I doubt it. Um, Animal it's Crossing... like 3 million difference. True. And, yeah, but, but it's been Mario like that Kart for a while. Also doesn't but... have the uh, long-term... Uh, we'll see. It'll it'll do well, but it doesn't have as yeah. I don't. I mean, it'll time. give Mario Kart a run for its money, I think. But Mario Kart is the like, like when you think of a Nintendo console, Mario Kart comes to you before Animal Crossing because Nintendo's also, along with being the casual console, has always been the multiplayer local console, and Mario Kart is the staple of that genre. So. You know, I'm not. I'm surprised it's only one in three people that own a Switch have Mario Kart Eight because that that's that's like a usually a one to one almost, um, or at least like one in two or something. You know, I think it's more like people have a Switch because they don't want to share, but people still have like treat it as a home console. Yeah, you don't need multiple so copies. You don't really need multiple copies of Mario Kart in yeah, that's true. Um, your house. Yeah. Um. So yeah, uh, Mario Kart 8 Deluxe is now on the top ten best-selling games of all time. Um, which well, is, no, not is number eight Deluxe. It's eight like eight and, and deluxe. yeah, eight and eight Deluxe. Yeah. Uh, Mario Kart 8 is now on the top 10 best-selling games of all time at number 8. Um, and I thought it was something fun to note here that 6 out of the 10 top be- top 10 best-selling games of all time are tied to Nintendo in some way. Um, yeah, a lot of this is... on there twice. Yeah, well, there's the EA Tetris, and there's the Nintendo Tetris. Um, Nintendo Tetris, they're both on there. But um, also, uh, the only one that is like... Or the really the only, I wouldn't say that. Um, GTA Five has a lot of pack-in syndrome. Wii Sports has a ton of pack-in syndrome. True, um, right. Mario Bros has a ton of pack-in syndrome. Uh, red, green, and blue don't, but that was like what the. Hi, that was what I was uh, talking about. Like so it was like when Tomagotchi happened. It's just tons of people bought it. Um, we yeah, we fit wasn't the... pack-in syndrome, but that was the casual market, like we talked about. Um, and Tetris was packing syndrome because that's what sold the Game Boy. Yeah, Mario Kart's really the only one that didn't have major packing syndrome. It got some on the Wii U, and it's got well, like some all of the all of these games have some packing syndrome to a degree. It's just except varying. for PUBG. No, PUBG has bundles. There's bundles. The, yeah, uh, I mean, yeah, that's what I'm saying. It's very well, small because it's like you could buy an Xbox One S with PUBG on it. Like that's not. That's weird. But it's the same way as in like Mario Kart Eight has pack-in syndrome. Like there are some bundles you can get with it, but it's not. It's not like Wii Sports level or like Tetris level or whatever. Like also Minecraft has some bundles. Like there's a Minecraft new 3DS. There's a Minecraft PS Vita. There's a Minecraft uh, Xbox One S. There, you know, like there's Minecraft things, but. They're not the reason that Minecraft has 200 million copies sold. You know? I don't know. That DS is... <laughs> very yeah, that J- that Japan-only 2DS XL was the reason. Yeah. I wish that wasn't region-locked. I would buy it so hard if it was not region-locked. Right. True. 
That's what kills me about the 3DS. Yeah. There's no reason. There's so much cheaper from launched. Japan. I mean, there it is, but yeah. Um, plans are being explored for other animations like the Mario movie and the Illuminations boss nominated to join Nintendo's board of directors. So, speaking of all this Nintendo stuff, the movie Ooh. is causing mm. waves right now. They I must love... be really impressed with the movie mm. as it's moving along if they're doing that move. Yeah. yeah. The boss baby with the Mario Brothers. I hope the movie's that good. I really, I'm gonna be upset if it's really trash. Dude, I, yeah. Like, they turn Toad into minions. That would be upsetting to me. Yeah. That'd be uh, bad. I, I, I'm so happy it's good so that way we can have like a Smash Brothers like did you just say you want Boss Baby and Smash Bros? <laughs> no, I, I want Yo. a movie. No, I want a, I want a movie with Boss Baby and the Mario Brothers, and they save the world. Why would you want that? I, I just you are that. a cursed man. Uh, How about Big Yoshi? The movie. Next... Yes, and featuring Knuckles the Hedgehog. And Nac 2. And Nac 2. Nac 2, baby. Um, and Dante from Devil May Cry. <laughs> with a new funky mode. Um, <laughs> so, yeah, looking at the numbers, that's averaging about 21 million units a year. So, even if it's only 20 million this next year, and, like, scalping's going to continue to happen, gaming's going to continue to get bigger... Because um, COVID just kind of sparked this whole gaming revolution, and now everybody's into gaming. Um, sure. And you know, your first yeah, it's stop so weird on buying a console is looking at what Nintendo currently has because they're just that's. It's like you go like when you when you buy a car, the first thing you look at is a as a Toyota or a Honda because like people just know those names or like a Ford, like people go to that. So when you think of a gaming console, you think Nintendo. Or or PlayStation kind now of. really that's those are the first things you look at like do you want like what does Nintendo have what does Sony have let me see what I think and then nobody thinks about Xbox. <laughs> it's weird when you grew up or we grew up and gaming was like kind of frowned on. So yeah, it's really kind of so on. like weird that we we've grown up in this shift of uh, looking at games as like a lazy millennial thing to do that doesn't matter to now like even old people are playing video games yeah um and like um we've heard i've heard some great stories from my buddies up here when their parents come down and visit uh because my buddies have the valve index which like like the newest pc vr set um and they've got a uh racing chair like that they built with like the steering wheel and the shifter and the pedals and all that um so and you can you can do that in vr so when their parents come over and they see this they just love that like she'll like uh one of their moms saw that they had like a flight simulator with vr and she played that for like four hours and then like saw you could do she was like also really into cars so when she saw they had forza horizon 4 with a full racing setup irl she was like i'm gonna do that she played it for like five hours like that's insane dude yeah I can't blame her. That is fun, bro. Playing a racing simulator, like playing a racing game with an actual like, with like car controls, is next level cool. Mm. Um, I really wish I had one of my own. Um, but That's yeah, great. I, I mean, I'm just you know, 
first portable console shocker it's selling like hotcakes um and also i think it plays in that today's day is looking for portable tech portable is the thing um people are always busy nowadays always on the go and um you know now you make a gaming console that can do that that's not severely crippled in terms of its graphical power compared to its home console counterparts like it's still it still is but this is not like 3ds level different like you know like you got to be into gaming to really enjoy a 3ds stuff but like switch is super basic like um and more of a linear translation to like home console handheld look switch they nintendo may have completely botched the wii u's marketing but right out of the gate the switch's marketing was completely on we wouldn't we wouldn't have the like we wouldn't have the switch if the wii u wasn't a bad thing i feel like since 2017 i haven't seen as many trailers i feel like i always saw trailers for the wii u and while the switch was very heavily loaded with trailers at the front i feel like i haven't seen trailers or commercials uh both um i've seen lots of commercials i've seen like uh I've seen Switch commercials on the Super Bowl. And, like, when was the last time you saw a Nintendo commercial on the Super Bowl? What are they going to sell to you? Wonderful 101? Get out of here. Um, but, yeah, I like that they got the Switch on commercials. I get... Whenever there's a new game about to come up, I swear, I get so many ads on YouTube that are, like, eight minutes long. That's, like, the full Pokemon Snap trailer. I got that so many times. I've gotten ads before where it's just the entire Nintendo Direct. Like, a 40-minute ad oh my God. of the Nintendo Direct. That's what um, it is. There's no, like, explanation. There's It's not different at our all. I got an ad that was paste. an entire, like, hour-and-a-half episode of some random show. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like, I... Like, Nintendo's way they're like they're pushing the ads more now. Um Yeah. And that's partially because again the Wii U thing. I mean, like you go back and watch a Wii U commercial, you're like, what the heck am I supposed to buy? Go back and watch hey, the, the original. The Christmas one was kinda of fun though. Uh, which one? The Christmas, where it's like uh the three links are running around. Yeah, yeah. I'm thinking more of the ones where it's like kids cringely trying to pitch a wii u to their parents and oh those are it. hilarious yeah those are so bad <laughs> they're the courage i like i like the one with I, steve from, i tried uh... to watch this but no you go alex okay while we were crashed i tried i looked into the assassin l thing i didn't even last 30 seconds because the laugh track killed me <laughs> i can't stand laugh tracks especially ones like that yeah, that's just kind of a mark of an older generation making that kind of content. We must tell you when to laugh. Hmm. But it's Please not funny. Um, but, uh, yeah, so that's I guess that's going to wrap it up for this week. Nintendo's doing big stuff. And uh, this time next year, we'll probably be telling you about how they crossed the 100 million mark. So Yeah, it's um, going to be good. I also hate that we actually can't see how well the PS5 and Xbox Series X are selling right now because they're just they're selling like they're the best selling consoles of all time right now because they're being scalped. Like 
every yeah. every console made gets sold, so you can't really tell. Yeah, they're what's like actually happening. They're selling out like crazy. I'm like, but are they selling out because they're good, or are they selling out because scalpers won't? Yeah, I mean, that's the one thing. Like, also, I... it's kind of hard to tell early in a. Sorry to interrupt you like that. It's really yeah, hard to tell um, in the beginning yeah, of a generation because yeah, everybody's buying them anyway. Scalped. Yeah. Well, even like if they're not being scalped, everyone's buying them at launch because the hype's there. I mean, the Wii U mm-hmm. probably sold really well for the first like week. You know, it like it, every, you just can't <laughs> tell at the beginning because the hype is there. Everyone's buying them. Um, so well, we just have to give it more scalpers, time. Though. Yeah, yeah, scalpers only makes it worse. Yeah, this is uh, just hard to tell. Yeah, unfortunately. Um, but yeah, that, I think that's gonna wrap it up for the uh, show this week. We thank you guys so much for listening. We hope you enjoyed the show. Please share us with a friend. Uh, we have episodes every Wednesday, seven a.m. Central Time. Uh, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, YouTube.com/slash/StormwindGames. Follow us on Twitter at All Night Gamers Night with a K. Um, leave a comment on the YouTube version. Tell us uh, what what do you think of Nintendo sales numbers and how nuts they are. And uh, also, if you're worried about your 3DS cartridges all of a sudden just biting the dust one day, and then you're gonna have to play uh, Triforce Heroes on an emulator. <laughs> that sounds <laughs> even worse. <laughs> <laughs> That's what I mean. So, um, yeah, do let us know what you think. Oh. What do you got? Oh, sorry. Uh, and if you've been playing Resident Evil 8, let us know on the YouTube channel. Uh, yeah, yeah. YouTube.com slash Stormwind Games. <laughs> um, yeah, let us know what you think of Resident Evil 8 and Apex Legends Season 9 as well. So uh, yes, we, thank you guys, we thank you guys so much for listening. We hope you enjoyed the show. We will see you back next week. Bye-bye. Bye. Bye. Bye.